0: The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now, your host, Bart Walker.
1: Hey, good morning to you. Welcome into the Action Line from WGNS this morning, we are focusing on the city of Murfreesboro. Kurt Wade from the Murfreesboro City Council is with us this morning. Kurt, good morning to you.
2: Good morning. Thanks for having me.
1: Beautiful day out today.
2: Beautiful day in middle Tennessee.
1: Absolutely. Has the uh, Have the trees started turning around where you are?
2: They have started turning. This is a uh, beautiful time of the year, and um, we can't... This is excellent weather, especially oh, for November. We'll take it any day. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> supposed to be uh, 70-something, I think, today. Yeah, I think it, there, actually, up, I think it uh, gets up
2: to 80, and then I think it drops off by uh, Friday, Saturday. I think it drops back, back in the 50s.
1: Yeah, that's what I like about
2: this. Yeah. A little bit of everything. A little bit of everything.
1: Just enjoy it. Uh, we don't need three <laughs> months of snow and 20 degrees. <laughs>
2: I agree with that.
1: <laughs> Sprinkle it with a few 70s and 80s. There you go. A, a lot happening with uh, the city of Murfreesboro. Uh, as, as you look, we're about to move into a new year, too. Yes, sir. Uh, as we look into that new year, uh, you, you brought, I see you have your crystal ball with you. What? Every day is a
2: crystal ball when it deals with the city of bro. <laughs>
1: it's always a surprise.
2: Yeah. And But you know what, uh, Bart, that's a, that's a great thing. Uh, we could be one of those cities where we're not growing and we, we could be stagnant. There's no jobs, nobody moving into our city. And we don't have that. And that's a that's a that's a blessing. Oh, and so we have to take, you know, you got to take the good and you got to take the bad. You know, people complain about traffic. Well, would you rather have traffic or no traffic where there's nothing? Your city's not growing is dying. If you so, have
1: a business out there. That's right. And you see no, no traffic. Out that's there, right. That's, that's bad.
2: So you got to look at it. You got to take it both ways. You know, with the growth that we've had in our city, uh, there's some good, some bad. Uh, we just got to figure out how we can maneuver around and make it better for all of us.
1: I saw another study came out on how where we fall. Sixteenth. Uh, well, I, I saw when we were twelve that's uh, even out of, better. Everybody in the whole United States. Yeah, uh, I, I think we we
2: may have say, saw some of the same thing, because the one I saw, it said 16, but okay. if you said 12, I'll, I, I, you know, I'll take 12.
1: 12, yeah, 12 16, out
2: of, whatever. 12 out of the nation, that's that's pretty darn thousands good. Thousands of cities Yeah, that's pretty darn good, and I think it says a lot for what we're trying to do here in Murfreesboro.
1: What it, is causing that? Is it our geographic location? What is it?
2: I think it's geographic location. Uh, just as Nashville has Thrive, um, we've thrived along with Nashville. And I think that's that's really, people can't can afford it in Nashville, so they're moving to Murfreesboro.
1: And so people are coming here, enjoying life, uh, and and creating great memories exactly and and when they're moving here they're getting they're creating a good quality
2: of life and that's why people are moving to the south is quality of life you know when you you have a good education system uh, you you get you live work and play uh, all together it makes a big difference and and cost of living
1: now the city of Murfreesboro is working to improve <laughs> the quality of life uh, one, one of the big parts of that is. And every city has this garbage, (laughs) (laughs) nobody is immune from garbage. I I don't think they are. We haven't you haven't come across any city that's found a solid waste system that uh, gets rid of all the garbage by whatever method is possible.
2: I agree. Um, (laughs) um, That's um, that's one of those situations where we're working on trying to see what's best in the best interest of Marfisboro and our citizens. Um, we want to uh, be a good partner with the county, uh, but we also we also want to uh, let our citizens know this as well. We don't want outside trash coming in. I think this is why we're in the situation that we're in, because we started taking outside trash. Um, I think it's one of those situations that it's gonna be a compromise on both sides, and then we're gonna have to work together and see what's the best long-term solution. Uh, for this problem, because it's a major problem. And if you don't get it right, we're going to be back in this same boat in the next 10 or 12 years. So we want to get it right and making sure that um, what's good for uh, all the citizens of uh, Rutherford County.
1: We have an email here from a listener who said they just recently moved here. So they're part of that. (laughs) Welcome to the city. Uh, They said that where they came from, recycling was a big deal. I mean, everybody recycled. And they don't see people really Not. making a big effort to recycle here.
2: Well, that's one of the things that we're looking into is what can we do to eliminate some of the trash going to the, um, to the yard? Because bottom line is this, we don't do a good job of recycling. It's something that we've never had to do and something that we've never had to focus on. But as we get bigger, as, as we continue to grow, we do need to focus on recycling.
1: So are there going to be any real concerted efforts anytime soon with the city? Cause it's a training period. Yeah. yeah. Um, people aren't just going to start recycling. I don't think they will. No, no,
2: I don't think they're, they're gonna just automatically. It's, it's something that's gonna have to be implemented through the city. And I think we're looking at steps on what we can do to uh, implement, implement that through our solid waste um, facility.
1: Okay, so uh, nothing major no. uh, in the no. coming year or anything of that sort. Yeah. Uh, traffic is another question uh, that somebody is asking about. Uh, they say that, uh, and of course you said back at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, it's good to have it better than not having it. That's, that's right. Uh, is there any way that uh, it can be made to flow more easily?
2: I think we're always looking at avenues to uh, look and see what we can do better about traffic. And we're always, you know, just like when we built Joe B. Jackson, uh, that, was, that was just another alternative to getting around our city. Uh, even when you, we built Medical Center Parkway, that was just another uh, alternative to getting around our city. You know, I think we've, we've, we're still looking at the possibility of doing Cherry Lane all the way around. And that's just gonna be another avenue that we can uh, get, get around our city.
1: Um, Cherry Lane would be connecting on the, all, all the way over to I-840. Yes. Have yes. a connection there. Yeah. And yeah. that would obviously, with the, with the soccer fields, this is not just local soccer. We're talking about this is where the state soccer, all the major state soccer games are here now. Yeah.
2: yeah. And it, and this would be a collaboration with uh, everybody working together, trying to get make this happen on Cherry Lane. And so. When do you think we'll see that? Well, there's there's a lot of. Uh, Moving parts to this, and it might take a while, but uh, our staff is working on that diligently right now, trying to make it happen. Um, there's going to be some areas where we have to talk to the state about regulations going through different parts of uh, flood zones and all, things of that nature. So they're they're steady working on it, and I can tell you now we're hoping that we could get something uh, moving uh, by 2025, 26.
1: You know, it, it's like the old thing, build it and they will They will follow.
2: come. That's right. That's, <laughs> so, uh, that's right. So if you build
1: that, yeah. the people who go to the Tennessee Miller Coliseum, yep. and there are many days that that is rented out fully, Thank huge crowds over that's there, right. they're going to find a way to get to Cherry Lane because there are some back roads to that, uh, which will take the a a lot of traffic off of Thompson lane. Yeah. Uh, But will Cherry lane, whatever you're building for Cherry lane, the widened Cherry lane that goes to the interstate, uh, will it be big enough to handle both the traffic, uh, from Tennessee Miller Coliseum as well as the soccer field? I think
2: I think it would be uh, a big improvement from what we got now, and I think it definitely will be. We're talking about, if we're talking about doing something like Cherry Lane, it would be something like a Joe B. Jackson Medical Center Parkway. Oh, big deal. Yeah, big deal, where we're talking about hopefully uh, four lanes of traffic.
1: Now, I don't know whether people remember this or not, but when this soccer complex first started uh, into the news, I remember Nate Williams from the Murfreesboro Parks and Rec being on the radio station saying, we're looking at th- this for the Blackman community. And he started talking about uh, the soccer fields. And then he said, and we're looking at building a major hotel nearby. And I thought, what in the world? How many people are going to come play soccer? <laughs> and he, he said, this is a major attraction. Well, they decided instead of doing Blackman, they decided to put it over uh, Segal park. at Seagull Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm guessing the major hotel is still going to be needed.
2: It might not be there, but there's other hotels coming. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, with the soccer park, I think uh, what we've seen is there was a need. and And every weekend there's a soccer match. Or matches out at uh, Seagull Park. Now, and are I,
1: those local soccer games, or are we attracting the state ones? We're
2: we're attracting both. Yeah, so it's it's uh, it's done everything that we expected to do, and a little bit more. And I think what we're trying to focus on now is what other part can we put in place to attract other people to shift the little st- stuff off of Seagull. And so right now we're in the middle of trying to get the Blackman Park going. You know, we, we, we came to the city council about 10 years ago and we were talking about building a park in Blackman, just hadn't got around to it with COVID and everything else happening. Now we've put our focus on back uh, building the uh, Blackman Park. Uh, I, I believe tomorrow on Thursday agenda, we do have an um, initial um, talking about the uh, Blackman Park being built and what's going to be uh, going on that park.
1: Here's a question, uh, uh, and I'm not familiar with this. Okay. So if you could explain it to us a little bit. They're asking, are you ever going to finish the Southwest Loop? Are they talking about Veterans Parkway, or what, what is the Southwest Loop?
2: I think that's what they're talking about is the Southwest Loop. It's Veterans Parkway. Um, that 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 is a collaboration with along with the state Uh, That's something that we're going to have to work together with the state to finish i think right now uh, our focus is looking at cherry lane seeing how we can get it extended for a different avenue to get around our city and then focusing on um, what we can do with the state with all the state roads to expand those roads like thompson lane 99 to widen those roads to make them even better
1: Okay, uh, this one is in relation to a news story that they uh, saw earlier this week dealing with Middle Tennessee State University having $12 million in uh, residential property that they lease to just anybody, and it's creating crime problems as well as uh, uh, sort of uh, they're not taking care of the land, it's, it's <laughs> Uh what tell us about that? That that did pop up I uh, I guess in the news Monday or Tuesday.
2: Yeah, I think it was Monday. Um I I think what the uh callers calling about is um what we've noticed is that MTSU owns a lot of uh property around their campus. And to be exact, it's uh 48 residential properties that they own around their campus. And we noticed that around campus there is, there's been a lot of uh, criminal activities. And with those 48 properties that MTSU owns, um, there has been 202 calls, emergency calls from those properties. And that, and what we found out that was an alarming number for us. And so in the past, what we've done uh, when MTSU came to purchase property, we basically just said, you know, it's it's MTSU's purchased property, and we didn't really just uh, we just said okay, this if this is good, they're going to take the initiative and make it good for all of us. But now we have to look at uh, when they do purchase property in the future to make sure that this is a good deal for all of us, and making sure that it's good for Murfreesboro, and that these properties will be taken care of, and these. Uh, properties will making sure that they get good tenants in these properties, and so we just uh, we just noticed some things, and we we sent a letter to Dr. McPhee and MTSU to address some of these concerns because you know what these pro- these 48 properties they're our properties they're our city, and when we have good people in these properties and taking care of these properties, it's a reflection on Murfreesboro as a whole.
1: So is the grass growing or are the houses falling apart or? It's a little,
2: it's a combination of a little bit of everything. (laughs) Everything you just said is a combination of a little bit of everything. And so we just, we just want to make sure that um, they're being good neighbors to our community, not only to our community, to Murfreesboro and making sure that what they buy represents Murfreesboro and they, and it's well kept up just like any other neighborhood or any other house that you may purchase or I may purchase.
1: Now we had uh, Chief Michael Bowen on the radio last Wednesday, had nothing to do with this MTSU news story. Yeah. But one of the questions people ask, they said, we're hearing so much about shots being fired. Are people really firing guns in the city uh, all through the night? And he said that uh, so far this year alone, that they've had 116 reports of gunshots being fired. And when they go out and look, and try to investigate that, out of those 116, 90 of them have proven factual. That's pretty high.
2: That's that's very high, and and that also goes back to the letter that we t- we sent to MTSU. There's a lot of c- crime and uh, criminal activity that goes on around MTSU, and we're just saying, hey. We want to be a good partner in helping with this. Hey, can you help Chief Boyne out? Can you help the City of Murfreesboro out? We all have to work together with uh, MTSU's uh, police force and our force, uh, police force. I think we can work together and, and make and get rid of some of this crime. But we all got to realize, hey, if it's happening in this certain particular area, let's focus on it. And well, it
1: only our police department can work on it. Yes, can't, yes I mean because yes. once you're off the campus their police department uh, doesn't have any uh, authority.
2: Exactly. and, and but, but what we do notice, it, it, Bart, is that a lot of that criminal activity is happening on properties that are owned by MTSU, but also uh, connection with it may be some friends or kids uh, that live in these properties there that, that do not go to MTSU. have
1: you heard back from mtsu on that
2: Uh, as of yesterday we have not and i'm sure we will hear back from uh, dr mcphee and mtsu probably sometime this week
1: do people at the university are they in charge of renting the property or do they have a third party they've got
2: a they've got a third party uh, management company that does that so
1: they may not even be aware of that till you told them
2: well we we hope that they know uh if you're if you got 48 properties and you, uh, you own those properties and you're leasing them out. You should know what's going on. Somebody should know what's going on. Right. Yeah. Uh,
1: by the way, I want to mention this. People have asked us, why did we not release the addresses of the properties? Uh, WGNS chose not to do that because we felt it was invading the privacy of whoever's renting the property. And I, they don't need people driving by looking. <laughs> hey,
2: <laughs> I agree. And that, and you know what? If if that's something that MTSU wants to do, that's fine. Yeah. But I don't think that's something that you should be doing, or the city should be doing. It just
1: is, it, It's not the right thing to it, do. It.
2: You say that it, it's not the right thing to do. I agree.
1: We're going to pause for just a moment. We will be right back. Kurt Wade is with us. If you have a question for Kurt, text it. Uh, run it by with a pony or something, (laughs) (laughs) we'll take it anyway.
0: Rutherford Issues with Ryan Barrett. Hitting right at what matters most to all of us here in the heart of Tennessee. Weekday mornings at 10 on WGNS, AM, FM, and online.
2: Does being a caregiver for your loved one wear you out?
0: Hi, this is Peter Demas. One of the things that we've done years ago is we've been able to do our orders like our pastas and many other items that we used to be able to put them in large pans. And now we have a catering team that will even deliver it to your home. We can drop it off for you, set it up, or they can come in and pick it up. Look up our catering menu on www.demasrestaurants.com. This is Peter Demas at Demas' Restaurant. 1115 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro.
1: If you're planning an upcoming trip and want to include your pet, we have all the travel supplies you'll need at Animal City. This is Amanda at Animal City, inviting your family to come do business with my family. Animal City is Murfreesboro's hometown family owned pet store. We've had the honor and pleasure of serving the community for 33 years. If you wanna see some photos of our adorable pets, feel free to check out our Facebook page, Animal City of Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We're at 919 Northwest Broad Street, right here in Murfreesboro.
2: Good morning. still working with that car that flipped earlier on 24 eastbound up there at Bradley Parkway slowing down that traffic flow that's normally heavy anyway coming past the Jolton exit trying to get past OHB on 24 eastbound as they worked that accident. Still a heavy traffic volume coming in from Rutherford County Murfreesboro towards Nashville on 24 westbound up through the Hickory Hollow area. Still a lot of volume right now on 65 coming in from Murray County up to Williamson County up to Spring Hill. Princess Hot Chicken is hiring at all four locations. Check them out in person
0: or online at Princess HotChicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic.
1: We'll see sunny skies here this afternoon with a high into the mid 80s. Southwest winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour, gusting as high as 25. Tonight, increasing clouds, a low of 62. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Vuchitsky on News Radio WGNs. Currently, it's 56.
2: Hi, this is Gator with Tire World Off-Road. We're your local rough country dealer. So when you're ready to add some character to your rig, ask for Gator at Tire World Off-Road on Memorial Boulevard. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Online at tireworld.us. This is Chip Walters, and I'll have Middle Tennessee football and basketball games for you right here.
0: MTSU Sports on WGNS AM, FM, online.
1: Welcome back. From the Murfreesboro City Council, Kurt Wade is with us this morning. If you have a question for Kurt dealing with the city of Murfreesboro, we underline that, that's important, must <laughs> deal with the city of Murfreesboro. You can text it to us at 615-618-1450. 615-618-1450. Everybody's sitting on their hands now. They're anxious to learn more about the minor league baseball team. Is it coming or is it not? What is in Kurt's crystal ball?
2: (laughs) I think the crystal ball is telling us right now that the initial uh, project cost for this project uh, is a significant obstacle that um, I don't think uh, either party is ready to um, partake on.
1: It's big then.
2: Yeah, it's huge, it's huge. Uh, I would say um, that the initial cost I'm just projecting um, Maybe sixty million, and I You're know the kidding. and then I know the city's not um, not going to go that route. But I do also know that um, that's that's the um, cost right now, estimated cost, and I don't think. Um, is what,
1: that with the stadium and everything, or what is that for? Th-
2: that stadium and everything. Um, so, as of right now, I'm not going to say it's not going to happen, but I'm not going to say it's going to happen. I'm just going to say that uh don't hold your breath (laughs) yeah don't hold your breath but we're just we're they're doing there's are i think the developers are still doing their homework and seeing what what they can do if they want to actually bring a ballpark to our city
1: 60 million dollars yes and that was going to be over in the cannonsburg area which is a lot of area i mean (laughs) you don't even have to touch cannonsburg uh we have all those warehouses that are being cleared out uh, people are moving out of that. Uh, speaking of that area, we have a question that goes right along with that area. Uh, and that's the daylighting of Town Creek. Yeah. Uh, I, I noticed more and more businesses are vacant now along broad there for the daylighting of Town Creek. When will that work begin?
2: I think the initial work on that Broad Street project uh, it's going to start in 2024. Uh, and daylighting and all of that should... Um I don't know if there's a completion date, Bart, but I do know that uh, start date on that project, Broad Street um, project is gonna be in uh, 24. And we're kind of very excited about that because you know what, it changes uh, how Broad Street looks. And uh, Bridge Over Broad, and we're trying to make an entertainment district that's gonna be over there in the Bottoms area i think that's a great uh start getting people downtown attracting people downtown and people living downtown
1: and that's coming uh, very quickly people are already moving slowly into the downtown area are are there many people living above some of the stores Uh, not not as not as of right now but there's a
2: few uh, but we want more people living downtown. You know, just like with the radio station. I think this is a new. It'll be a new beginning for you and your and your staff for a new radio station because it brings on something, it's gonna bring on something new and it's gonna bring on something positive and it's gonna bring in a good positive change to what Broad Street's gonna look like.
1: A whole lot of uh, additional businesses coming into the area. Yep, looking to come in,
2: visitors coming in, people living down here,
1: restaurants and all. I know when the meeting was held dealing with the historic bottoms. Yes. uh, That was many years ago. And I have never seen a group. I thought, who who put this together? (laughs) Everybody was on the same page. We broke up into small groups, Groups. came back and met. Everybody had the same ideas, wanting it to go. And I thought, this is powerful.
2: Yeah. And I think we're still there. It 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 just takes. It's a process, and it just takes time to get some of these things done. And you got to realize too, you can't you can't uh, do these projects without funding, and you can't do these projects. Uh, by not getting investors to get involved, and getting investors to uh, get involved, that's that's one of the things that uh, our staff is doing. They do a really good job of getting people to buy into what we're trying to do in Murfreesboro.
1: What about the One East College LLC?
2: That is the one. That's East the old Co-
1: Methodist Church. Uh,
2: that um, that's that's still a go, uh, as a, as far as I know. Uh, I think um, with Time With everything changed, COVID caught it, caught them in a bad time. Uh, and then also with uh, financing right now, I think that's some of the hole-up right now.
1: So it's it still is going to happen? As, a, as I know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 615-893-1450. Uh, back to the minor league baseball park. This person's asking about uh, the renovation of Cannonsburg and straightening of Front Street. That was discussed long before there was ever mention of a minor league baseball team, but they're not seeing any action there. What What about that? Is there uh, a plan to renovate Cannonsburg, make it different, add to it, uh, and also to make Front Street more usable?
2: Well, I think there's a plan to um, make Front Street more usable. I think uh, staff is looking at road designs and these road designs, uh, getting these approved uh, through the state. Uh, takes time and I think uh, I can't speak on Canterbury, but I can tell you that they're trying to uh, they're working on road designs along, okay. along that area
1: so will that be part of, of the whole Broad uh, that, that Street renovation part, yeah
2: that would be part of a whole Broad Street
1: and uh, another person's asking about traffic flow they said it's already a, a difficult time sometimes of the day uh, coming through that area what will you do when you add all of those other attractions and bring more traffic to the
0: area?
2: Okay, I, I think that's one of the things that we, we have to realize, okay, what can we do to make it better? And I think half of the time is, we've never had traffic control uh, any parts of our city. We, we could have officers out there directing traffic. Um, you, th- you, just, you think about leaving the Titan Stadium. When you leave the Titan Stadium, what do they do? They've got it. They've got traffic. And they're running. They're running something straight to the interstate. You know, they they've got a thousand or more cars going out of there, and they're going straight to the interstate. That's something that we have to look at: is what can we do better to do handle traffic control? We've never had that. We've never had that issue, and I think that's some of the things that Chief Boeing and his staff. And our staff are working on is what can we do to alleviate some traffic once we do make Broad Street a uh, or the bottoms an entertainment district uh, and making it multiple ways to get in and get out.
1: And so the entertainment part is going to continue because that was one of the things that came out of that planning meeting where the citizens participated. They wanted something like I had the feeling like the Gulch. Yep. in nashville yep. where there would be that's music exactly venues yep that's
2: what uh, they were talking about
1: so there will be eating establishments as well as music venues throughout that that brings up another question that we have here i'm trying to put these together because oh, our right. listeners are not so, always on the same subject
2: <laughs> so that so what what our staff is uh getting design on is front street and uh Vi- uh front and vine
1: street front and Vine. trying yep. to get the two yep. aligned there yeah uh, this person uh, back into that general area of Murphy Spring Boardwalk system. Uh, they're saying that they understand part of it is open again, but uh, part of it is not. What is the uh, progress there? And uh, what, tell us, uh, give us an update on that. The boardwalk system I at think, Murphy Spring. Murphy
2: Springs. I think staff is currently working on Murphy Springs. And uh, give me one second. I can tell you what uh, an update on that uh, Murphy Springs is. Is
1: that Sam Huddleston on the other end of your phone?
2: <laughs> that's that's my guy.
1: Sam Sam is on top of everything, yeah. I tell you. We couldn't do without him. Uh, while, while you're checking that, we have a person here who's wanting to comment about uh, recycling, and they're saying that uh, where they lived before, they had a deposit on plastic bottles. Why can't we have a deposit on plastic bottles? And that would encourage people to turn them back in, get the deposit back instead of throwing them away and having them go to landfills.
2: Yeah. One of the things I, I would suggest, anybody that has an idea or a solution about Recycle, I would say send that information to our city staff and, and that's something they that they can bring up to council. And we'd love to talk about what ways we can uh, make recycling better for all of us because like i said this is all new to us we're just trying to implement what's going to be best for us to eliminate some of the trash going to the landfill.
1: yep and of course i can remember growing up here in this uh, area within middle tennessee of getting uh, deposits on glass uh, soft drink bottles uh, glass milk uh, bottles Uh, you'd pay a a deposit and, and you'd Take them back to the store. That's right. That's right. And they'd give you the deposit back. So,
2: so, you, so Bart, part of the boardwalk is open. Boardwalk, uh, boardwalk is open, but the other, but they're continuing to work on the other half. So, and I just got that text.
1: All right, thank yep. you, Sam. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Our number six one five eight nine three fourteen fifty. We have a question here dealing about State Farm, the old State Farm campus. They hate to see it just falling apart but it has been vacant for many years now. And as long as you have something vacant, it's going to deteriorate. Are there any plans? Is there anything that uh, you've heard that can be developed there?
2: Well, I don't know. Uh, there's multiple things that could go there, but trying to find the right tenant. And I think that's what our staff has been looking for and trying to find a, uh, the right tenant for that. You know, at one time we thought that the county was gonna uh, move into that state farm building. But I can tell you, Sam and uh, Greg McKnight are looking to uh, put a good, viable tenant in that because that's a, that's a pretty good sized building. Uh, huge building. Yeah, it's a very huge building. And you don't wanna put uh, 200 people in there because it, it'll occupy more than 200 people. So uh, I think that's what uh, their issue is, trying to find them the right tenant to put in there. And, and it's a prime piece of property in our city.
1: Uh, here's another question from a listener. They said, I'm glad you brought up State Farm. There is some heavy construction going on next to State Farm, adjacent property, huge culverts, and uh, just a lot of construction that's been going on for over a year. What is that? Are they building a wide road? Are they building a store? Are they building a subdivision? What's going on?
2: No, that project, uh, that's not a, that's not a uh, city project. That is actually a project that's owned by um God what's the developer um hold on let me tell you think of what the developer is that's developing that um, but that's not a city property uh that's uh that's a developer that's doing his own thing. I think there's just gonna be uh, um working condos right there uh, uh, commercial space right there.
1: Uh, here's an interesting idea this person oh, says it swanson would be
2: swanson yeah okay. joe joe swanson
1: it would be interesting to see state farm turned into a school or a hybrid school for city or county students uh, it might help with the overflow interesting point. so
2: we i think uh i think staff has looked at those options as well um they're trying to find out what's uh best um just like, just like uh, we do know uh, what Swanson building beside there is going to be mixed used and an office and commercial space. So whatever that goes right there in the State Farm building would be a good mix with what's going on there beside Swanson as well.
1: Let's go back to the Mercury Spring wetlands and uh, that whole development in that area. Okay. Any way to better maintain, expand the trail to connect into the whole Daylighting Bottoms project? Uh, maybe buy up some of the junky shops along the section uh, of Broadway. Uh, this could make it a more attractive gem for the community. Some of these businesses are eyesores and create major health issues. Uh, I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> uh, what uh, elaborate on that? Elaborate on that because I think a lot of people don't know what what we're talking about there
2: well uh just like any time you do um expansion to a trail or whether it's the greenway you you're going to have to go through something and you're going to have to connect something uh i think the um town creek uh, they're in fra- phrase one right now right there behind auto zone and all of that they're trying to tie all of that into uh town creek so um we are working on that so uh whoever the uh caller is they've got it they hit it right on the head those are the things that our staff is doing behind the scenes now like uh tying in town creek phase one behind auto zone and all that so we are working on that
1: now so the greenway uh or the walkway Mm -hmm. the paths are behind the auto zones and things of that sort right now uh is that the part that is open, uh, which is solid ground. It's just the, or is part of the boardwalk actually physically open.
2: Well, I think some of the boardwalk is open, but not all of the boardwalk. Okay. Because they're they're changing out the uh, wood on the uh, on the boardwalk and redoing that, and that takes time. So they so like I said, uh, I think they're working on phase one. I think that's phase one that they're working on right now. So there is. They just hadn't got everything done. So uh, I hopefully uh, we could have that done before, um, bef- before summer and next year.
1: It's amazing how many people use that. Uh, and the reason we know about it, our radio tower is down there. And yeah. as we went down there on a regular basis, you'd run across people who were there taking pictures, pictures. of the wildlife. That's right. Uh, and I guess this has changed their their walking patterns.
2: Well, and I think one of the things that we want to do is open it up for more people to know it's there and see, be seen. If, you, if once we open up Town Creek and all that broad area, everything behind uh, Cannesburg, people will see, that's a lovely area to walk along. It's just never been exposed. And we wanna expose it to people and tie it into the greenway some kind of way. And we think that that's gonna be a lovely attraction to our, not only to our downtown, but just to our city as a whole.
1: And that uh, is the wildlife there. Otherwise,
2: it's unbelievable. You just would
1: not believe that you're right downtown. Right
2: right downtown, (laughs) exactly.
1: We're gonna pause for just a moment. We'll be back and continue the conversation with Kurt Wade. If you have a question that you wanna ask, A word to the wise, text it to us quickly. Otherwise, the show will be over and your opportunity will be gone.
0: We're Radio, WGNS 100.5, 101.9, 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com.
1: If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender.
0: Adams Place has been a wonderful place. I'm Greg Shannon. I ride a bike, so I keep my bike on the patio. It's easy to get in and out and water aerobics. And then they have stretch and balance to help you because us old people, we fall a lot. So she's trying to teach us how to keep from falling and to, you know, protect yourself and be careful and be smart, you know. I'm Terry Deal. Call me for more information about Adams Place, 1927 Memorial Boulevard, across from Walmart. Call Adams Place
1: today at 615-904-9111. We'll see sunny skies here this afternoon with a high into the mid-80s, southwest winds of five to fifteen miles per hour, gusting as high as twenty-five, tonight increasing clouds a low of sixty-two. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Vuichsky on News Radio WGNS. Currently it's fifty-six.
0: Talk radio, WGNS. Putting the power of your free speech into action on air and online at WGNSradio.com.
1: Welcome back to the final segment of our Action Line this morning, Kurt Wade from the Murfreesboro City Council is our guest. And here's a question. Uh, uh, Lister says, I've always enjoyed going on the greenway, and I've always enjoyed the Murfrees Spring wetland. I've missed that one lately, missed uh, seeing the wildlife and everything. Uh, you said part of it is open. Where do I get on to the part that's open? Do you know, where, how, where do they get on that part?
2: Give me one second, I'll okay. let you know. <laughs> I don't know that part. All righty. Yeah,
1: he's gonna check that out and find out. 615-893-1450 is our number. If you have a question or a comment, uh, another person, uh is asking about the airport. Uh, they're seeing a lot of construction out there, and they're wondering if that construction is uh, even even larger airport addition. Uh,
2: well, we've uh, we've all we've always oh they can get on at the Discovery Center.
1: Discovery Center. So yeah. go, go to the Discovery Center. Yeah. So, okay. Now on the airport.
2: Yeah. All right, the airport. Let's get to While airport. you're finding that I out, let it. me grab
1: a phone call here. All right, go ahead. Good morning. You're on WGNS with Kurt Wade. Uh, i like to ask the city councilman, why don't the retirees from the city of Burford ever get a raise? Okay. They've promised us a raise, but, you know, they won't won't hold up to it. I was wondering why we don't get one. I've been retired 23 years and ain't got that first raise yet.
0: And I'd like to know. Okay. Thank you very much, sir.
1: Thank you.
2: I don't have an answer to that, but I, you know what I can do? I can talk to our city manager and see where we are with the retirees getting a raise. Okay. Uh, that's a little outside the box. and um, Cost of living cost changes. Of, I mean, everything changes. Uh, milk is not the same. Gas is not the same. Um, our economy has changed. And if it's something that we had in place uh, that we were giving retirees uh, raises after they retired, uh, that, that may be something that we need to go back and look at. Okay. Yeah. And you were checking right. So with the airport, it's just continual uh, maintenance to the airport. Uh, I know that they had paved and stri- and restriped the airport, um, but as far as um, I know, we're looking at uh, plans are moving forward for additional hangar hangar and space out there. We've got a waiting list out there for uh, hangars. Uh, the airport plans to include uh, ten to twelve new hangars uh, within the next uh, couple years.
1: Business must be booming. Business. or you would not need hangers exactly
2: exactly and right. that and now i think that also goes back to um unfortunately you know we do understand that mtsu is going to be uh moving to shelbyville uh that process probably will not uh, be completed until maybe 27 or 29 uh but in the meantime we are up continue to upgrade our airport if you haven't been to our airport i would uh take um i would uh, invite everybody out to look at our airport Uh, since we uh, renovated our airport it's a very nice airport and it's a very attractive and good looking airport
1: here's a text from a lister who says they do fly they're uh, they own a plane with some other folks and they're wondering about the control tower is there going to be a control tower anytime soon
2: we are the application is pending uh, with FFA, and uh, we hope to have a control tower, but we're waiting on the uh, pending the application uh, for we can move forward with that. But uh, that's the uh, goal of the airport is to have a tower in place very soon.
1: Totally another question here, and with questions like this, we're jumping all over oh, the Oh, that's door. fine, that's fine. Uh, this one's saying, uh, at Westbrook's Towers, will there be another structure like that anytime in the near future, it says Westbrook's towers are no longer taking applications because there's a long waiting list. My mother lived there and she loved it uh, and felt safe. I was hoping that more buildings like this would be made for elderly persons in our community.
2: As, as of now, there's not a tower being considered. Um, that's something that uh, I can take back to our community um, development team and um, community outreach as well to see if uh, if there's any prospects uh, down the road.
1: Is there any property like that downtown uh, that would fit? Because this, uh, as she mentions this, yeah. Uh, I'm thinking it's right next door to the St. Clair Street St. Clair. Senior That's Center. That's exactly where it is. Which is a good recreation area. Yeah. And the two sort of blend nicely.
2: The, that, that property and that two putting together right there has been a great addition to our city because they do blend together. And they, I think they actually work, together, work well together as well. Uh, but as of right now, uh, there's nothing on the radar.
1: We have about a minute and a half left and I don't wanna, uh, cause we've jumped all over the board <laughs> on questions. Uh, is there something that you wanted personally t- to talk about or is there an issue that uh, you wanna be sure we know about that's coming before the city council anytime soon?
2: No, one of the things Bart, I, I just wanna get people to understand, um, we, as fast as we grow, we, we need more input from people, uh, what they want here in our city and what they're looking for. How can we all make Murfreesboro a better city? And that, that just doesn't rely on the city council. It relies on everybody that lives here in our community. And to be involved is to know what's going on. When you don't know what's going on, and then when you hear something happen, it's too late. And I like to get people to realize, hey, let's get involved and know what's going on. You know what? Take 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 an opportunity to come to our city council meeting not even take an opportunity to come to our city council meeting, take an opportunity to listen on the radio, to know what's going on and to be included in what's going on. And we have open mic, that's a great time. If you've got some ideas, you've got something that you're dissatisfied with, with the city, you can come speak on it. And we wanna listen, we wanna know what's going on. So as, as Murfreesboro continues to grow, we want what's best for Murfreesboro. When I when I vote on a project, I want to vote on what's best for Murfreesboro, not only today, tomorrow, but long-term and, and as we move forward.
1: Kurt Wade, our guest this morning from the Murfreesboro City Council. Kurt, thank you for joining thank us. Thank you, Mark. Have a super day. Chip is next, right here on your good neighbor station, WGNS, Murfreesboro. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day.